Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. Ah, feels, uh, it's a beautiful morning this morning. It is. It's really nice. It's uh, gorgeous. Hardly even a cloud in the sky. And I hope everybody had a nice weekend. And uh, I'm uh, riding solo uh, this morning. Dale's yep. a little under the weather, so <laughs> we're going to be riding solo a little bit. And uh, Lee's, of course, going to keep us traffic uh, rolling and yep. keep us a little company here as well. So thank you much. Looking decent. Mostly sunny today. 66 will be our high today. Then we're looking at 71 tomorrow. Uh, mostly sunny and still sunny and 80 degrees. Did you hear the uh, forecast here coming up for Thursday? Nine, Hot. 92. Holy cow. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like folly, kind of springy. I mean, it's, yeah. It's Midsummer. Like <laughs> August. Yeah. It's, August in May. So, it's crazy. Yeah, it is going to be a warm one. However, if you're making your Memorial Weekend plans, uh, pretty decent. There might be uh, some scattered showers here and there, but we will drop back down real close to normal high this time of year, 75 we're looking at 74 on Saturday and 72 on Sunday. So uh, not a bad forecast for uh, Memorial Weekend. Currently, it is clear and 42 degrees. Statler Brothers and Monday Morning Secretary getting us off to a good start. And to all y'all out there listening, you sure look pretty today. And I know that's probably pretty creepy because you're thinking, how can he see me? But you look pretty today and a <laughs> good way to get the... Uh, As Dave can see all. I know. Well, radio, uh, people don't know that we can see through your radio. We have so. a magic mirror. We do. We do. Which also brings it very creepy to the fact that you're waking up with us in the morning, and uh, we may or may not be in your bed right now, which is really weird. Um, so it's Turtle Day today. I Slow and steady. Kids. They're so cute. I know, right? Uh, you know, and I and turtles and sloths, they have quite the life, don't they? I know. It's it's kind of like uh, I'll just get there when I get there. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I'm not I'm not in a hurry. I wish we all had. I'll that. let moss grow on my back. Wouldn't that be great to just kind of cruise through life with that kind of uh, mentality? Today is taffy day. A good day to go to the beach, get some salt water taffy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and uh, lucky penny day today. Now, do you do the lucky penny thing? You know what i I do pick up pennies. I know that's a weird thing, but like I have like probably a hundred bucks worth of pennies. Do you really? I do. But so you don't even follow. You do it more for luck. I mean, it's obviously not like your because if you have a hundred pennies, you're like, okay, that'll get me one drink. It'll yeah. buy me one fountain drink or something. <laughs> but uh, you're not. You won't. You won't, uh, like, I won't usually bend over and pick up anything less than a dime a, a dime or a quarter, yeah. And if you're, you know, you kind of see those. I'm more apt to pick it up if it's silver. More Even than, five cents is not bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, with it, uh, it's also, uh, I don't know if you're... Uh, aware of this but we've got the old uh country fan fest happening here uh this week all this week a chance for you to uh win and uh, you can win two and uh, i better check the calendar to make sure i'm on the right contest week <laughs> yes we are yeah, <laughs> that would be bad if you're not <laughs> it would be if i'm giving away stuff that we don't have <laughs> it is country fan fest it's a winning week for country fan fest chance for you to win two wristbands 
to all four days of Country Fan Fest. And my gosh, that is going to be an amazing festival out there. Deseret Peak Complex, Tooele County, July 27th through the 30th. And uh, that'll be coming up here at 740, 1140, and 340. So you'll have three chances every day all week long. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. May 23rd, National Taffy Day. Give me taffy. What? Like saltwater taffy. Some homemade taffy. Taffy. But I don't disturb taffy. Celebrating National Taffy Day. I'm a man who enjoys his taffy. It's National Taffy Day. Okay, let's go eat a bunch of taffy. Show's on. I'm not a big uh, taffy fan. No? Yeah, not really. You? You know what? I like taffy. Yeah. You know, I kind of... I used to be addicted to those little Laffy Taffies. Right. When I was younger. Because of the jokes? Uh, no, it was... I just... I like the the tart tasteness. Taste, tasteness. That's tasteness. not even a word. The tart taste of Laffy Taffy. What would be your favorite flavor? The, the purple. The, okay. I loved grape what about and banana? cherry... Banana seemed kind of art, super artificial to me. I, I don't yeah, know. yeah, I don't, I don't like banana flavoring. It's, I like bananas. Yeah, but for some weird reason, I don't like banana flavoring. Yeah, you can get a bad banana cream pie too if they're for some reason just flavored uh, with banana. Laffy taffy. That what a brilliant marketing idea too to put jokes on the wrapper. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, because you know who wants the you know it's like if you don't want us for the candy, buy us for the jokes. And we're good because yeah. we have tons of dad jokes on yeah, this. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Other news here. Courtney Kardashian married Travis Barker again for the third time. And now she's caught up to Kim in marriages. And uh, she didn't even have to marry Chris Humphreys or Kanye either, which is a nice thing too. Saturday Night Live saying goodbye to Kate McKinnon, uh, A.D. Bryant. Oh, wow. Pete Davidson. Uh, for some reason, Pete Davidson decided he doesn't have to work anymore. You know, because when you hang around a Kardashian, who needs to work anymore? Yeah. Right? Why not? And it looks like uh, early voting, and I know that sounds weird, but this is not election season. Early voting was the winner of Saturday's Preakness Stakes. That was the name of the horse, early voting. Hmm. Uh, of course, you know that uh, the losing horses were turned into Preakness Stakes. <laughs> they really oh, weren't because oh, they're Dave. not. They're, they're really, yeah. They're... Uh, they are worth more money than uh, a lot of people's uh, homes and way, way more millions. Oh, and yeah. Millions of and worth. and some of it's just, you know, the you know the ones that get put out to stud. Yeah. They can well, make a lot of money. I know what that's like, you know. I know. When you get put out to stud, it's... Uh... Parmalee on the Z. Morning. Happy Monday, everybody. Uh, just cruising along here doing the solo thing uh, today. Deb is a little under the weather. Still nice to have you along hanging out with us. A uh, question for you, Lee. Yeah. So, uh, ladies, this is something that just the ladies, I think, uh, would obviously answer. Um, and it uh, it deals with what are some of the things that a lady deals with that a guy doesn't? Um. <laughs> Now, I know that, I mean, the obvious ones, you know, right. like uh, menstrual periods and stuff like that. But uh, uh, how do you feel about cat calls? You know, do you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I mean, is that impressive yeah. to you? Is that no, flattering? No, not necessarily. But sometimes, um, sometimes deep down, you kind of like, yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I deserved a little whistle. You have to act like, oh, you disgusting male. <laughs> you know, when they give you this little cat call. But then inside as you're walking away going, huh, oh, oh. maybe I'll wiggle that just a little bit just more as I walk more. away. You know? I mean, like, if you're really honest with yourself, it's always nice to get a compliment. Yeah. Now, if it's, like, crude, th- that's a different thing. Like, like a little yeah. whistle. Yeah. But when you're crude. If you're saying, hey, honey, hop oh, in the back on, of my cement it. truck. Oh, yeah, you want it. Yeah. yeah, come on. Yeah, then it's a total turnoff. Yeah. Um, however, uh, as you walk away, though, if you, wouldn't, wouldn't you probably think, well, maybe I should go back and hop in his cement truck with him for a minute? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd think that. <laughs> and I don't mean to pick on cement truck drivers. I'm not sure why I did that. You know, it has, No, but I, just, I mean, anybody you know, who was yeah. just like kind of rude and crude, you're just like, yeah. Mm, no. Yeah, because they're all out there. All the cement truck drivers are going... <laughs> Well, hey, wait a minute. You're giving us a bad name here. We're busy pouring cement. Yeah. What about wearing a bra? There's another one for you. Oh, for me, a necessity. Well, now, I, I, Deb, just, yeah. Deb's probably at home thinking, hmm, yeah, no, I don't need that. But me, yeah. But, I mean, I'm talking, but, but that's obviously something that uh, ladies have to deal with that men don't. Right. Unless you got man boobs like me, and then you have to have a little bit of support, you know. A little bit of support there. <laughs> Which but, yeah, know. it is kind of a, a pain to have the extra undie. I can only imagine. Um, now, I know that they have those jogger things. Are those any more comfortable than just a regular bra? Actually, I think they are. Okay. They kind of squish in. You feel like you actually could run. Right. And not have it be painful. And, uh, and Or and a, bounce too much. Like an ace bandage. Yeah. You have to wrap around. Uh, here's another one doing your hair. Yeah. Now you're, you've got uh, pretty short hair right now. I you're do have short hair. Do you love it? I do. I was so, I, I, you know, jury was out for me with short hair and it's taken me a while to get used to it and to figure out how I want to style it. Yeah. Cause it's a little difficult. But. And, and for those of uh, those people who are like trying to imagine this, it's not like it's a buzz cut. It's just, no. I don't know what kind of cut would you call it? It's. I think they call it pixie. Okay. Yeah. And it's super easy, right? It is super easy. I was tired of the ponytail. When I had the long hair, I think, oh, I'll style it, I'll do this, whatever. But I, it was always in a ponytail. I'm like, okay, I'm tired of it being in a ponytail. Yeah. So. A couple other things here. Uh, worrying about wake, uh, walking to your car uh, alone at night. Dude, I, uh, you know. I always carry my keys between my fingers. And that, ha- meaning that you can just uh, poke somebody oh, in yeah. the eye with it if mm-hmm. you needed to. Yeah, okay. With I didn't know jug. if you had like mace or something too. Do you have one of those little things? You know what? I don't have mace. I, I used to carry some, but I don't have any. Well, for those who are listening, she does have mace. Wink, wink. Oh, yeah. In case, you know. Uh, but I'm pretty good with the key. Yeah. So I wouldn't. That, yeah. There's nothing worse than a key in the eyeball. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That'd be a, pretty bad, Dave. And a kick to the groin. <laughs> Just slightly. You could do that within oh, a couple yeah, a of key seconds. To, a key, key to, to the groin, a kick and a key. Yeah. Would not be pleasant. Unless you miss the groin. You know, sometimes it's like uh, if you hit somebody in the groin with a key, you know, uh, you might have to hit them a couple times to get them into the, into the jewels there. Um, 
making sure that someone knows exactly where you are, uh, if you're in an Uber alone, something like that. And this has been uh, this has obviously been an issue, a, a scary, unfortunate uh, issue over a couple of instances that we've had over the last few years here, just in uh, Salt Lake City alone. Um, people disappearing, uh, people uh, not not a not a good thing. Yeah. Never, uh, never leaving your drink unattended. I don't know if you've ever thought about that. I I I don't drink, so. Yeah. But. I you know well I mean any drink I guess so. any drink yeah no I carry it around like if I'm at a party or in a large group you just hold it or get a new drink um but I think don't we all don't we all kind of panic when we leave the table of, especially if we don't know really know the or if we do know the people sometimes you sometimes you worry like when you leave and come back what have they done to my food <laughs> what have they put in my drink. <laughs> I have to say, I don't think I've ever been with you know. people that I worried about that. <laughs> well, I do. I have <laughs> practical jokers, you know. But you're thinking, all right, what did you guys do? And they put a they put uh, four tablespoons of salt in your soda drink before Ooh. you're gone, or something like that. And then, of course, uh, this kind of goes along with just being alone as well, not running or hiking on a trail alone. Just a couple of things uh, that women have to deal with that men don't. Now, same applies, equal time. Not going to go through a list, but guys, if you can, th- what is what are some of the things that guys have to deal with that ladies don't? One of the first things that comes to mind for myself is we have to adjust our our junkle area, and, <laughs> and it's necessary. And you have to learn to do it like no one can yeah, see, yeah, inconspicuously, but, yeah. But everybody can see. But yeah, uh, but, <laughs> I, I don't know why. I know. But it's just like mm, I know we noticed. But uh, sometimes that can be a little bit of an inconvenience. And I'm not saying that ladies don't have to adjust their area every once in a while. You'll get a snuggie or something, some kind of a, a little. snuggie? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. What do you call them, a Melvin? Uh, yeah. I call them a snuggie. But... All right, we're back. Time for the Pledge of Allegiance. And we're going to head to the phones this morning. Of course, uh, we do this Monday through Friday around this time. And you have a chance to either call in. You can go to our open mic section of our Z104 app and record it uh, there. Previously, if you'd like to go gra- grab some friends or a group of people and do it, we'll play it back at this time. And we're just going live to the phones here this morning. Who is this? It's Justin from Magnus. Hey, dude. How are you, man? Uh, living the American dream. Of course. You're yeah, off you and rolling? Yeah, you should have called me. I would have filled in for Deb. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, we could have had a good old time. It'll be all it, Dave and Justin from Magna, huh? That'd Come be on. the old uh, the DJ show, Dave and Justin. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been good. There you go, I man. Even, I would even bring the twins, so we had something to look at. <laughs> well, that would have been uh, the perfect morning then, wouldn't it? it? It would have. Well, dude, I appreciate you offering a little bit. And also, uh, thanks for hanging in with us for the Pledge of Allegiance this morning. You got through with that. You bet. So that's part of your uh, morning show with us, all right? Yeah, there's nothing more American than that, you know? Right. Well, I hope you had a nice weekend. Looks like we're going to have a gorgeous week ahead of us, and uh, you're going to get us off to a good start on a Monday morning with the pledge. Justin, go for it, buddy. You bet. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh, beautiful, for spacious skies, for in 
above the fruited plain America, America God shed His grace on thee And crowned thy good with brotherhood From sea to shining sea When they made beautiful music together, Blake Shelton and Miranda Lambert, America the Beautiful, Justin from the Magna area calling in and helping us out with the Pledge of Allegiance. Thanks so much for that, buddy. Uh, so I guess American Idol, uh, or uh, excuse me, yeah, the winner of American Idol last night. I'm getting all these uh, freaking uh, singing contests all mixed up. Uh, the winner of American Idol uh, 2022, and before I, now I know some people record these things, and I, I guess I'll give you a fair chance to do a little spoiler alert. Um, so in uh, three, two, one, tune out. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it down. Right. And for everybody else. The winner of American Idol 2022. After the nationwide vote, almost 16 million votes came in for this, is Noah Thompson. (laughs) Buddy, you just won American Idol. (laughs) So tell me what it feels like to be the winner. My heart is beating out of my chest. This is crazy. Ah, there you go. Noah winning the uh, American Idol last night. And, that, and of course, now I don't know when to tell people on the spoiler alert to tune back in. I don't even know why I told everybody to tune out. <laughs> tune out. It's already done. <laughs> I we did they, it. I think they naturally tune out of the morning show anyway, don't they? <laughs> Without even having to be uh, prompted or asked. Oh, <clears throat> but there no. you go. The uh, winner of the American Idol is uh, Noah. Um with most of those contests, though, it's really hard to do a spoiler alert. Like, if you do the end of a movie, that's one thing. 
But man, when you got an award show that happens uh, the night before or something like this, where there's a contest and a winner is announced and it's live across, you know, it's pretty hard to keep those things uh, under wraps for spoiler alerts. Um, well, that's because, yeah, it's it's coming down. Yeah, exactly. It's it. It's over with. Dave and Deb. Attendant on a Frontier Airlines flight helped deliver a passenger's baby while heading to Florida. Because on Frontier, it's not even worth asking if anyone on board is a doctor. <laughs> you can tell your old man you'll do some largemouth fishing another time. Cody Johnson, until you can't, happy Monday. Do the morning show as a team until you can't. Uh, Deb's a little under the weather here today, so uh, riding solo here this morning, but a happy Monday to you regardless. And uh, we're going to be talking about how uh, young people are sick of hearing all of the old people complaining about certain stuff. <laughs> you whippersnappers. And we've got another little news story here for you. A worker got $90,000 because everybody was invited to happy hour except her. Oh, wow. What the? You know, if I got ninety grand every time that happened, I'd be like more than happy that nobody invited me. Right. Don't even invite me. It's like, please, don't. Um, plus, we're going to find out what the uh, uh, coat hanger challenge is. You know what the coat hanger challenge is? We're going to find out about that coming up here. Seems like they have a new challenge about every week. Yeah. Um, So I don't know about you, but when y'all were growing up and you would hear an older, wiser person talk, I'm going to try to put those two words together so we don't uh, offend too many people here. (laughs) But, you know, you were and you'd like, oh, my gosh, I didn't give it much thought. I guess you don't think about it much. Now, I'm the tail end of seven kids, and so my parents were older than dirt by the time I grew up. (laughs) (laughs) And they're both passed on now, so they can't uh, call me up right now and give me a hard time. But it's just one of those things where what what was your parents, uh, one of your parents' favorite, it seemed like an old school saying, if you were to say it that way. You marry who you date. That was my dad's. You marry who you date. You marry who you date. Oh, I thought you were yeah. going to finish it by saying one of those things where it's like, and you date who you marry, <laughs> which would be which would be good, right? Which would be totally good. But I, I think it was when I was young, he was just trying to say, you marry who you date. So meaning, it was just meaning, you know, keep your standards. Okay. That was kind of his way of saying that. All right. Reminding me. Oh, there you go. Kind I like of, it. Yeah. Um. Except just now, you could just add on that little thing. You marry, you date who you marry, and you and marry, or you no, marry wait. who you date, date, and you and date, date who you who marry. marry. Cause yeah. is that not very important? I, I think, think to keep it, going I out think on it a is. date to keep that alive. Some keep people going out, yeah, they schedule it in. Exactly, which is, which is great. Sometimes you do. Otherwise, you'll never go out on a date if you don't schedule. Well, it you'll in. always find some excuses yeah, to why well, you don't want to get to the, the get to the yard. And, you know, there's stuff I have to do. I'm tired. So here's this little list they put together. There's a thread online where young people are talking about the things uh, that they're sick of hearing people, uh, old people complain about. Uh, For instance, like, don't believe everything you see on the Internet. Young adults now say 
they're having to remind their parents about this over and over again because because <laughs> people believe everything they see they on the do. internet. It's one of those. Well, I've got uh, I've got a father in law, and I'm going to use a parent cliche here. Bless his heart. Uh, but I've got a father in law who is still uh, living into his uh, 80s now, and he's doing the same thing. He must have four thousand supplements around his house oh really yeah Ugh. he's buying every uh supplement that is out there guys he just wants to keep his youth i know i know and he's uh he's just going for it and he's like and what do you tell somebody look if it's their money you know his wife look, has already passed it's kind of hard to tell your parent what to do yeah and if it, you just kind of have to let them do their thing really i mean unless he's out of control i mean you know unless some uh child if they've lost their senses and they're spending, you know, $1,000 a week on some weird stuff, then, yeah, I mean, obviously you need to intervene. But, you know, just believing, uh, old people just believing about everything they see on the Internet. Uh, kids don't play outside anymore. Here's another one. Ah, oh, you little kids, you remember where you when I was your age? We Get out on out, your bike. Play, out, play outside. We didn't even know what a video game was. Uh, kids just, uh, want to drink and go to parties. This is another one that they hear old people saying, uh, kids don't know how to fix anything except when it comes to technology though. Uh, we're going to get to that too. A little bit of a, a, I don't know, kind of a piece of advice that it was a little bit new to me. Uh, we'll talk about the iPhone coming up here in just a second to go along with that. Kids need to start saving, um, if they ever want to buy a house. Now, again, these well, are that's things. Kind of, that's kind of true, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there's. It's horrible. Unless you want, like, an astronomical mortgage payment, you got to have something saved to put down. Yeah, it's horrible right now. It is. It's bad. Uh, I know some people right now that are just hunting around. Uh, I mean, a lot of people are, but I'm the family member, you know, hunting right. around for a house. Right now, and the lowest they can get their payment really uh, right now is around two grand, twenty two hundred a month or something on a mortgage. That's crazy on a home that's four hundred thousand, and that's not even a real home. I mean, I call it a, not a real home, but it's a town home. Mm -hmm. You have to share walls. It's a town home, and it, it's crazy what the uh, it, it, what they're at. they're paying a rent right now is like. Anywhere between fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars a month. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's out of it, It's 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 super nuts. Yeah, uh, kids are too sensitive nowadays, which is kind of true. We call them snowflakes. <laughs> you know, I get my feelings hurt over everything. But I, you know, I do kind of find that true. They are a little. A, you know, I think many of them would get upset about it, but yeah, because they're you're I only not. proving how true it is. But we all, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I would think it's safe to say that we were I, a little tougher in the olden days. I think you had to just kind of man up or, you know. Well, not everybody won. And yeah. I, I mean, it was just something you had to be. Yeah, you just had to kind of deal with. Right. Uh, why aren't you married yet? Here's another one. Oh, old people oh, say. Believe oh, me, oh, dude, yeah, I've heard that one. Oh, I bet. Uh, we're, one person actually said that you should ju just reply with supply chain issues. <laughs> that's totally true isn't that a good one there's a good it one is. for you that is a good one a couple of other ones here uh actually this is the last one right here is come home uh we want to spend time with you 
So again, one of those uh, little lists that um, old young people are tired of old people saying stuff. It's like wh- whatever. How ha- you know? My thing is, it's like, well, old people, why don't you go visit as well? That's true. Because I think some people just expect their kids to come to them all the time. Yeah. But if you're healthy and can get out there, why don't you go to them? Great point. Because they're young and got jobs and taking care of kids. Yeah. You have more a little more time if if you're healthy, of course. If you're not, then then it makes sense. But yeah, I came across this um, little. It, this is actually these are actual real one star reviews, and I wanted to play this right around now too because it was. You remember the shelf liners? Oh yeah. Did you have shelf liners and drawer liners? Yeah. The, I don't know the if, tape is, is that still a thing. And my mother would like. Yeah. <laughs> is that still a thing? It is, but now it? it's not like, they still have the sticky, tapey type shelf liner, but now you can just get shelf liner that doesn't stick. Now, we've tried the stuff that had the rubber backing, and it just seemed like it still moved around all over the place, and the drawers and everything else, and it all bunch up and stuff like that. But uh, I thought this was a little fun. This is actually one, these are real one-star reviews over just stuff like shelf liners. What a waste. It does not stick at all. I used two rolls and decided that's it. Waste of money and my cleaning gal who I paid to put it in. Bad, bad. Signed, Jayhawk. I purchased two rolls of this shelf liner from a new cabinet drawers. What a disappointment. This doesn't grip at all and slides to the back of the drawers even with heavy stuff on it. Signed, Hazpat. All slip, no grip. Keep sliding. Kind of irritating. Signed, your main man, Mouse. I decided I wanted to rearrange the contents of the shelves and take the liner off. To my horror, the liner had stuck to the painted surface of the shelves. I am furious! (laughs) (laughs) It even goes on uh, with a few more of them there, but it is uh, kind of interesting. Now, do you read the reviews on products before you buy them? On certain products... I don't think I would read the reviews on Shelf Liner, but... You would just do it. <laughs> I would just do it. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. But I haven't had any problems with the Shelf Liner I've used. It is... Uh, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't line drawers and stuff. No. I, I thought that was just more, more uh, kind of an old school thing. I think. Yeah, I think it's kind of old school. Because then you get sick of the liner. Because you got that... Uh, that would pretty... be my mother. She'd like put the liner in. <laughs> After, you know, a little while, she'd get sick of it, so she'd yank it out, put more in, and I'm just like, eh. Now, we uh, had a house in the Sampy County area, and it, it had uh, wood cabinets. We even had a couple of walls that still had paneling on it. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had the Harvest Gold appliances. Oh. The refrigerator, the dishwasher, and the stove all matched in the harvest yellow gold and uh, color. I remember the avocado green. Yes, and we had shelf liners in there that was kind of a, a yellow-white uh, floral <laughs> design. <laughs> until, I mean, until you start finally doing a little bit of remodeling. And again, I'm not to each their own. If that's what they like, then that's Some what they like. Some people really like it yeah. still. So, but I did feel like I was living in the Brady Bunch house, you know. But. Kane Brown, 
His latest here, Z104. Boy, that is a real easy song to get as an earworm. Oh, my gosh, yeah. You're out uh, driving around, and, and, and of course, that's a good sign of a good song if you've got an earworm for that one. Like, I love country music. Good old KB. This is not headline news. A Mercedes set a record by selling for more than $142 million. And, yes, the dealer still tried to upsell undercoating protection. Kim Kardashian showed off her butt in a thong at the beach. Then she sat down and created a brand new lagoon. Pete Davidson said goodbye to SNL. He plans to move on to be awkward and painfully unfunny in other TV projects. A number of monkeypox cases are on the rise. Symptoms of monkeypox include bumpy rash, fever, and a sudden urge to hurl your feces. This is not headline news. Let's take a look at your iPhone right now. Now they say. Now, do you have an iPhone or an Android, Lee? I can't remember what you carry around. You're. Uh, she might be doing a little bit of weather here somewhere else. I'm. Um, I'm, I'm back here. Okay. Dave. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you have an Android, or are you? A, I have an Android. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did not know this. If you and maybe uh, maybe a lot of people did, and I'm just uh, you know getting to the party here and waking up, but. Um, they actually say that you can do quite a few things if your iPhone is even locked. Uh, you can still use a lot of the functions the next time you kind of find yourself locked out of your phone or somebody else's because you can't remember the passcode or a face ID. Now, I, I was sitting in a doctor's uh, lobby um, and waiting for um, a family member. And I heard this, uh, this guy comes in, walks up to the counter and he was, um, and he's like going, I'm, I think I left my phone here. And he was a little crusty about it, actually. Oh, almost like it was, like, it's your phone. <laughs> like it was somebody else's <laughs> phone. I think I left my phone here. And he goes, I was in this room and the doctor was helping me and I didn't, I don't have it. And, uh. So they go, well, we've checked. And so they went back and they, you know, came back and it's like, ah, it's not here. We, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I left it here. Uh, I don't know what else. I uh, have you checked everywhere else? Does everybody know and stuff? And so the lady was kind and she was very patient at the counter and she said, look, uh, why don't we try calling it? Uh, that's, let's, that's the best thing. To right. Do. Let's see what it does here. Well, all right. He goes. Unless so it's on silent. She calls. She calls and he and she hands the phone over. It was on a landline. So she calls on their landline. And as soon as the other end answered, she uh, held the phone over to this guy. And he's going, Who is this? He goes, You got my phone. And <laughs> and uh and so then he and he goes, What? And he got a little, uh, again, got a little crusty, and he hands the phone back to the receptionist lady, and, and he goes, I'm hard of hearing. Can you, t- can you find out what he's saying? And so, uh, they hung up, uh, ended up hanging up because they got, you know, and the, and she goes, well, they hung up. So she calls it again, mm-hmm. and they answered, and it was the security office at Southtown Mall. Oh. And it was the security guy and stuff like that, and he, uh, and, so she she goes, were you at the Southtown Mall? Well, I don't think so. I and then he goes, well, yeah, yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> I was at Southtown Mall. 
And uh, so the uh, and and then he <laughs> once again just got all like put out like it was everybody else's fault that he left his phone at Southtown Mall. <laughs> they said it's there at the security office. Where do I go? Well, it's right by his uh, up to up to up to that place. Why would the doctor's office know where? The right, and she's, is I know. and she's trying to communicate with this guy. And she's doing the best she can. And uh, anyway, she explains it, and he's like, "Ah, oh, all right." And he, he walks <laughs> off. So frustrated. He walks off. Uh, anyway, so there. Uh, but there are some things that you can still do, uh, even if your phone is locked. If you have that little face ID thing or the passcode or something like that. For instance, you can still. I think most of us know that you can still access the camera and the flashlight from the lock screen. I think we've discovered that. You can also swipe right to see headline news, which <laughs> that would be great in case of an emergency. Today's weather, stock information. Now, here are a few other things that you can do. Uh, you can actually swipe right to use the search to find information like businesses, phone numbers, information from Wikipedia. And again, uh, to all y'all that are out there thinking, look, we already know this crap, Dave. Uh, you know, I get it. But there might be uh, people like me that are like, well, I didn't know you could do that. Uh, you can now. This one is a little. I thought was a little scary at first. You can access your wallet, but your credit cards will still require authentication. If you were to still uh, go that far with it, uh, you can still use Siri, and actually make a phone call and send a text message by asking Siri to dial the number. So that's kind of good to know because if you're if you're locked out, at least you could still. Uh, call someone if you needed to in case of an emergency. Uh, she'll also give you driving directions through Apple Maps. Maps. Uh, here's a good one that's comforting. In case you get locked out of your iPhone, you can play music from the now, <laughs> from the now playing window. Soothe your <laughs> tortured soul. Yes, because you can't remember your passcode or it's not giving you the right face ID. And uh, you can access things like a calculator, stopwatch, or Apple TV remote, or some other smart devices that are connected to your phone. Uh, that's available at Lifehacker. Just a few things for you to uh, know in case you get locked out of your iPhone. Tyler Hubbard doing his own thing from FGL and five foot nine on the Z. Good morning and welcome to the beginning of a new week here and a Monday. Uh, Dave riding solo here this morning. Some people uh, asking here uh, where the heck is uh, Deb. And uh, Lee's just kind of hanging out here with me. Uh, Deb's feeling a little under the weather. Um, getting some comments here on these housing things. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen these? I have. Like the $2,400 uh, for two bedroom, one bath. Right. Rent, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, amazing. I, I, and here's another one. This one also came in that says home for $465,000 was $3,400 mortgage. Oof. Just moved in this weekend, Oof. this last weekend. Ah, uh, I would probably just have to, um, live in an RV. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, I don't even know if it would be affordable, uh, to just do that. So speaking of grabbing a little bit of money, this might help a little bit to buy a new RV. A worker got $90,000 because everybody invited uh, was every, invited to a happy hour except her. Now, how does this hold up in court? Let's take a look you at know, this. 
Uh, I don't know how this is uh, could even be allowed, but they say it's unfair treatment. A court in England just awarded a 51-year-old cashier over $90,000 in compensation after everyone at her work was invited to happy hour except her uh, because of the fallout, she quit. Now, she only found out about the happy hour because her coworkers talked about it in front of her. Uh, she's mixed race and had complained about discrimination before. The judge said that there was one of the reasons people didn't want her there, that that was one of the reasons people mm. didn't want her there. You know, uh, and age was a factor, too. Now, she's she 51 older? years old. Yeah, 51, oh. you know. And, well, she's going to be a party pooper. And Now, she resigned in December, filed a lawsuit in February, and they said that excluding her from happy hour forced her to, quote, lose the opportunity to bond with colleagues. Oh, my god! She was awarded just under $93,000. That is crazy. And damages. I you could just go around from job to job, not be invited to happy hour. Uh, yeah. Be, be surly enough that nobody wants to spend extra time with you. The things that people sue for. And then collect a whole year's wages. Un-freaking-believable. I know. I, this, I, I, is, this is our world today, It is a Dave. world. I know. And you know where it all started? It all started 20-plus uh, years ago when somebody spilled a hot cup of coffee from McDonald's. <laughs> it just seems like that's it, where it kind of did, you know. Yeah, I agree with you. It just seemed like that was the thing. They ended up having to put warning signs on coffee cups. This is hot. <laughs> uh, somebody in the land of duh, right? Uh-huh. I mean, how many people uh, do they have to put that warning on pizza boxes? Do not bite into this pizza. The first bite could be hot and burn the upper part of your mouth. It's well, the same. That's my goal. Yeah. There's nothing worse than cold pizza. And I just don't get this. It's like Hot Pockets having to have the same disclaimer. Or oh, yeah. They, they all do. Even and, and I also noticed that at the same time that they ended up having to put warning, beverages hot uh, for McDonald's, they also put it on their pies. Did you notice that, too? Oh, no. I've their, never. <laughs> their, pie, their pie carton at McDonald's also says, warning, it could be hot. Uh, oh, that's uh, crazy. Uh, it's the same thing with Tide Pods. Don't eat. Right? Really? Like, well, yeah. It, it's laundry detergent. But these people have to put these warnings on everything because, oh, yeah, they'll, because they'll be sued. People eat them. If they don't, they'll be sued for some stupid amount like this. You know? Like this $93,000. That's crazy. A graduation uh, time. It has kind of been already. Some people have already graduated last week. Uh, some of the uh, uh, you know, colleges have already done their thing. Uh, graduating high school and college just got a little bit better because there's free donuts. Now, coming up here in two days on May 25th, Krispy Kreme is offering a free dozen donuts to graduating high school and college seniors. Oh, that's pretty cool. Isn't that cool? A free dozen, not just nephew. one. I know. A whole dozen free all they have to do is show up in their class of 22, 2022 cap and gown. Uh, now, and Krispy Kreme has done this before. They'll do it with costumes and other things. That they're, and they're not, which I think is kind of cool because they're actually making you do something, you know, instead of just driving up there and going, hey, I graduated. Give me something free. Give me a dozen donuts. They're actually making you do something. But it might be worth it, man, especially if you're already kind of doing your thing in your cap and gown anyway. 
Stop yeah, by. might as well just go in there and grab some free donuts. Why not? Uh, two days from now, May 25th, Krispy Kreme. Free dozen donuts show up in your uh, 2022 cap and gown. Tonight at the high school football field, find out who's going to college and who's going to do senior year all over again. One lucky student will be crowned valedictorian, and the rest will fall asleep during their speech. Be sure to invite Grandma over to watch so you think you can graduate. Tonight on Fox. And in all seriousness, a big old congratulations to everyone who is graduating, whether it be, you know, they actually do even little graduation ceremonies from elementary school. Now, I don't remember that. I, I never did. No. Even from... I didn't wear a cap and gown until I was a senior. <laughs> and I guess, I don't know, maybe it's, I guess it's cute. They'll even do a little graduation thing from preschool and then from elementary or kindergarten and then, of course, middle school and high school and college graduates. A big old congratulations to you for everything that you all did. Good and, job. Yep. And it reminds me that I still graduated with a high honors in my class, graduating barely with a, a GPA of 2.0 <laughs> <laughs> and needing to take some night classes in order to graduate and having my mom help me out. And therefore, that's why I ended up in radio. Doing a little uh, early morning Monday motorboating, a little big town, LBT and pontoon. Hey, so also uh, we were just talking about high school graduates. This is kind of cool. You always hear about the letter of intent for athletes, right? Uh, this one is a letter of an intent for um, a plumber. And I think they should do more of this for a lot of different areas. Graduation season. Uh, this guy, uh, this kid, ended up, uh, you know, doing this letter of intent to accept a full-time job as a plumber. Now, skilled trade jobs are in high demand, and apparently, Jacob uh, had a plumbing company called Fast Flow, which is not to, to be mistaken with Flowmax. Uh, wanted to make it official now, just before he graduates. It's unclear. If this letter of intent has uh, any real significance, like an athlete scholarship, uh, you know, can. Sounds like it's probably just meant to highlight the importance of having people pursue careers in skilled in the skilled trades. I've done a lot of plumbing work and electrical work around the house with water lines or sewers or outlets or anything. And it's just what I found interesting, and you can always learn from it. You can learn something different every day, and it's not something that's repetitive. You're in a different house, different environment, different people, and you get to explore a lot. See, why not? Why not do more of this? The school says the signing day thing is a new thing to them, at least for signing with companies. But they'd like to actually continue doing it. And by the way, the job is not a surprise for Jacob. He found out about uh, Fast Flow through a school event, and he's already been getting experience um, you know, with them through their uh, co-op program uh, that's offered through the school. Pretty cool. Call now to win your Country Fan Fest wristbands. 570-5767. Morning, the Z. Who is this? This is Amanda Beagley. How the heck are you, Amanda? Um, hopefully doing better than right now. You are. You are lucky caller Z. 
Woo-hoo. You are heading off to go see Country Fan Fest for all four days. You've got a couple of wristbands to head on out there to Country Fan Fest. Of course, it's happening July 27th through the 30th at the Deseret Peak Complex in Tooele County. Who are you looking forward to? Got Eric I cannot Church? wait to see. Um, oh, excuse me, Brooks not Harry Church. You got to, what? Brooks and Dunn, Brooks right? Brooks and Dunn. Yeah. Yes. That's going to be on so Friday excited. night. The Z will be out there as well all four days. Stop on by and say, hey, who gives away the most tickets on the planet? Z104. Lainey Wilson hand her latest here on Z104, Heart Like a Truck. Morning. Happy Monday. Thank you so much for taking us along. And Deb is uh, out uh, sick, uh, feeling a little under the weather here today. I don't know if you've had a chance to try this uh, coat hanger or uh, have you even heard of the coat hanger challenge? I have not. And, again, one of these uh, challenges, am I... Sort of just going crazy thinking that the it seemed like the ice bucket challenge was about one of the first things that came along. That's the one I remember. The ones where you would pour an yeah, ice bucket pour over. pour a bucket of ice over, well, water and ice yeah. over you. And then, of course, you would challenge somebody to do the same thing. Now this whole thing is all gone with uh, TikTok. Uh, and, you know, it just seems like there's a new challenge every week. Uh, all you do is you take a coat hanger, wedge your head into it. Now, kids. jeez. Oh, uh, don't try this. Uh, yeah, this is probably know. not a good idea. So the hook points uh, to one side, then close your eyes. Your head will eventually start turning. Huh? Uh, and I and again, we don't advise. We don't condone this. Most people who have tried are kind of shocked when it actually does work. There's something in science that kind of backs it up. It's sort of a real thing called. The hanger reflex. Uh, that was first documented in 1991. They did a study in 2015, tried it on 120 people, and it worked on 96% of them. 96% of them. For some reason, your head tends to want to turn the way, away from the hook. Uh, and again, I, I don't know. Now, this would have to be one of those. They have I would to bring a hanger in, dude. Yeah. And... Don't you think this would be one of those things that you would have to try with the metal hanger, right? I don't think the plastic hanger, there's no way you could well, stretch no. a plastic I, hanger I, over I your think head. you have to use the metal hanger. Scientists still don't know why it really happens, but it's not just about seeing the hook in your peripheral vision. It's uh, in one study, researchers built a ridiculous looking hat to test different pressure points on people's heads. They were able to uh, recreate the coat hanger reflex with it. Is what they call it. So bizarre. So that apparently I'm has have something to, check this out. to do with it. Not that I'm going to do uh, it. Right. Got to check it out. But they say after a while. Now they don't say how long is after a while. It's like how long do you have to sit with a coat hanger? Yeah, but I wouldn't do it for a couple of days. Uh, you might have to head to the doctors. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, it looks like some of these malls uh, that have gone abandoned are now actually turning into some uh, medical uh, offices. Shopping malls are dying. Healthcare is soaring. So get ready for The Medical Mall. Featuring all your favorite stores now restructured to take care of your health needs. There's Gap. 
In Your Teeth Dental, Famous Foot Surgeons, Prescription Barn, Appendectomy and Fitch, Bath and Body Parts, and don't forget to stop in the food court at Pandemic Express or get a facelift at Skinabun. There's also Vasectomy Secret, JC Prostate, Great and Sterile, and Blood Sponge Bath and Beyond. And on your way out, stop by the Limited Health Insurance, the Medical Mall, opening soon where your old mall used to be. With a little twist to it, doesn't it? (laughs) All right. Uh, how many hours does it take to become best friends with someone? What would your guess, just off the top of your head, be? Just total. How many well, hours? Best friends. At least forty hours. Okay. Total to be best friends over a lifetime. Yeah, getting to know someone, yeah. spending forty hours with them to see whether or not they pass muster. Yeah. Uh, a little bit higher than that. We'll get to that coming up here just after the 8 o'clock, uh, yeah, just into the 8 o'clock hour. Um, I also want to give you a fair warning that I'm not uh, real super, uh, I'm kind of trying to run four different computers here, so I'm trying to do my best here with the texting thing and everything else that uh, we got going on. Uh, so, you know, wow, wow, wow. But <laughs> I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll do my best to do morning shout-outs, but uh, really I think I'm just going to turn to the phones this morning. So if you want to get a shout-out in, Start your dialing right now, 801-570-5767. We'll grab a lot of your morning shout-outs and uh, birthday wishes or anniversary wishes or anything else that you want to throw out during our morning shout-outs. Coming up here in just about a minute from now after Lee's report, we'll start taking your phone calls. Morning shout-outs with Dave and Deb, Z104. Well, had a chance to go and do a little DJ gig over the weekend. A big old shout-out to Charlie and Tina Brown. Congratulations to them. Uh, They just got uh, hitched on Saturday, and it was a lot of fun there. Uh, Hanging out at Rich and Christina Smith's house. They hosted it up there in Layton, and it was just a lot of fun to see a few. uh, Tina's bro was up there. John, uh, Chase, uh, shout out to you. Kevin, Elke, um, also at... uh, Now, these were moving over here to Strong VW. I was doing a little remote on Saturday before that wedding. And so a shout out to Kevin and Elke at Strong uh, Mara Melissa uh, Veter, she's the one that ended up getting into that Jetta GLI. She got the Dave deal, mentioned that, and she got an extra 500 bucks off. Uh, Elise Robinson, thanks for stopping by. Robbie from the service department at Strong VW, uh, shout out to you as well. Ruthina, also headed into Strong VW uh, during the remote. Um, and Brett Myers from Idaho. Uh, he came down uh, all the way down from Idaho to take advantage of his VIP package and just get a little uh, service on that as well. Also, a big old shout out to uh, Jeff and Jan. Uh, they stopped. Uh, they were there at the uh, wedding as well that I was hanging out at, uh, listening into the show, and they were the proud winners um, of. Uh, actually, I think I may have. Uh, I may have. Uh, my memory serves me. I may have. Not that it matters, but I think I actually ran into them at Costco. Anyway, Jeff and Jan, they were one of our Bullfrog winners of the Bullfrog Spa. They just were absolutely elated. They won it a couple of years ago, and they have uh, absolutely loved it. Uh, So big old shout-out to all y'all. Morning, the Z. What's your name? Callie Cooper. What's your shout-out? To my aunt and uncle. We just got back from Hawaii for their 20th year anniversary vow renewal. I love it. What's their name? Uh, Adrian and TJ. All right, cool. Thank you much. Yep. All right, love you. Bye. Morning, the Z. Shout yeah. outs. Who is this? Hi, this is Jake. Hey, Jake. What's up? Hey, how are you? Good. Uh, I just wanted to shout out some of my coworkers. 
Okay. And like at what work? And do you want them to say their names? Uh, yeah. So they work at Legends Fencing. Their names are uh, Ashton and Alex. Now, who is the hardest worker at your work and who's the laziest? Uh, I would say Ryan Harris, my <laughs> boss, the big man upstairs. He's the hardest worker? Yes, he is. He's, he, he's always, well, you're just sucking up now. That's right. <laughs> who's the, now, who's the laziest? Oh, shoot. I know. Um, you you got to sell somebody out. Uh, probably Parker. <laughs> Kid the clown. Okay. All right, man. Thanks. Happy Monday to you. Awesome. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you. Morning, the Z. <laughs> Who is this? Hi. What's your name? Taylor Smithy. And uh, what is your shout out? Uh, I just want to shout out to Primary Children's Hospital. They did a uh, memorial yesterday for all the kids that died last year, 2021. And uh, my daughter was one of them. No. And I just thank them for all their all their great thoughts and service that they do for all the kids. I'm so sorry to hear. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, just heart-wrenching. But I, I, I can't agree with you more. Primary children's. What would you suggest for people? I know that we are asked from time to time, hey, donate to primary children's. Hey, do this. What would you suggest to people right now that you're on the air that they could actually do to help out the most? Just just donate. I mean, you go to the Smiths or, you know, your local fast food restaurant, and they ask you to donate to a children's facility, whether it's Shriners, uh, Primary Children's. We vacation to Missouri every year, and they do something at their Carl's Jr., and we donate there. Anything for the kids. Oh they they need it more than anybody. Dude, do you want to say your name or, or the the your child's name? My daughter's name was Isla. Isla. And your name? My name is Taylor. Taylor. Okay. I didn't catch that at the very beginning. Thanks so much. What a great reminder for us, buddy. And I'm so sorry for your loss as well. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Morning shout outs. What's your name? Jana. And what's your shout out? I just want to give a happy birthday shout out to one of my longest lifelong besties, Natalie Godfrey Skeen. She is awesome. I'm so glad she moved into the neighborhood all those years ago. Everyone should have a friend like Nat. I love that. Thank you. Happy Monday. Okay, love you. Bye. In case you haven't figured out, we're just doing mainly a lot of our shout-outs here just off the phone. If you want to give us a call at 801-570-5767, we'll get to a couple of more of them here. A couple more of them here. Who is this? My name is Jill. And what's your shout-out? I want to wish a happy 22nd birthday to Trenton. Okay, how old? Or 22nd, you say? 22, yep. 22. It's good to be 22 in, t- in 2022. Yes, it is. Love that. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, love you, bye. Mm-hmm. Morning, the Z. Morning, shout-outs. I want to give a shout-out to my son, SJ, who broke his ankle in two spots this weekend. <laughs> I just hope he feels a lot better, hopefully now, soon. Now, was it doing something kind of stupid, or what do you? What was it? Well, no, it was stupid on the gym's part. He was at a birthday party at a gymnastics gym, and he was on a zip line, and they're not supposed to jump off, and someone's supposed to haul him up, and no one was there to haul him up. So he was trying to get himself back up there and got up to the top of the tower and tried to get on the mat and fell 15 feet. Oh, dang. Yeah, so. yeah that's not a so. good weekend. So, nope, so we're hoping we get his hard cast today. Yeah, no kidding. And then you'll hobble around for Memorial Weekend. Yeah, and right before summer, he was bummed that it's right before the 
school gets out yeah, and no he's not going to be able to swim or anything like that. So. Well, quick healing to him, all right? All right, thank Thanks, you. Thanks, love you, bye. Uh-huh. Morning on the Z, shout outs, what's your name? Too late? Morning on the Z, shout outs, what's your name? Mike Harrington. And what's your shout out? I'd like to give a shout out to Carter Harrington on a great job of graduating kindergarten. Nice. Way to go, Carter. He's on his way to big old first grade. Yes, he is. Thank you much. Love you, Thank bye. Thank you. Love you, bye. Couple more. Morning in the Z. Shout outs. What's your name? Josh. And what's your shout out? My, my shout out is to my daughter, Jordan. It's her 13th birthday today. So happy birthday, baby girl. Love that. Thank you. Thanks for tuning Thanks. in, too. Yep. Love you, All bye. Right. Thanks, man. Love you, bye. Morning in the Z. Shout outs. Hello. Hi. What's your name? Hi, Danielle. And? They will know me as Cowbell. Okay. I want to give a huge shout-out to our dance studio this weekend. We were at Nationals at Lagoon, and we did a clean sweep. All of our teams took first place. That's cool. So that's a huge, huge thing. That is super cool. Do you yeah. dare explain so. why you got the nickname Cowbell? <laughs> <laughs> I had throat surgery several years ago, and I'm the loudest mom there, and I couldn't yell. <laughs> So they gave me noisemakers, and then they kept telling me I couldn't use them. So I just started yelling cowbell, cowbell. <laughs> Instead. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. Yeah. All right. Good to have you along. So, Happy Monday, cowbell. Yes. Right, Happy Monday, you, cowbell. Go DIA. <laughs> yes. Good job. Morning, the Z. Last one here. We just got to wrap this thing up. I wish we could keep doing it just a little bit longer. Who is this? Candace. Candace. And what's your shout out? Shout out to Anthony Wiseman. He's graduating this week. Anthony Wiseman, where's he graduating from? From Roots Charter, right next to the radio station. Hey, our neighbors. <laughs> yes. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Now I feel bad because there's two other lines ringing, and I should probably just squeeze those in. Who is this? This is Bonnie. And what's your shout out? My shout out is to you and Deb and Lee and let you know how much I love you. Guys, and also to my girlfriend, Sheila. All right. Sounds good. Thank, Thank you much, you. Bonnie. Thank you. Okay, bye love you. Bye. Morning, the Z. And one, you're our final shout-out. What's your name? Hey, I just want to piggyback on Taylor's for primary children. Yes. So sad he lost his daughter, but they saved my son's life this last year. Oh, isn't I just – you just can't say enough about him, right? You can't. But I wanted to help out a little bit, so – Primary Children's, if somebody wants to donate, actually has an Amazon wish list with items they need for each section. And what do you do? Just Google that or just search that in Amazon? You can search it in Amazon. You can actually go to Primary Children's website and go on donations, and the list is there. There's so many ways to donate to all these hospitals that serve these children. Uh, what a great, great thing. And I'm glad you're doing okay. And your, your child's doing okay. He is. All right, cool. Thanks. Happy Monday, and thanks for the shout-out and reminder. Bye. Morning shout-outs Monday through Wednesday, or Monday through Wednesday, Monday through Friday um, at around 8 o'clock. Just like mine. Keith Urban and Wild Hearts. I would like to say that I've been around Keith for over 200 hours so we could be best friends, but I can't say that. Maybe two hours collectively at the most over the last... 10 years. So I guess I really can't count him as my best friend. Uh, can you believe that, Lee? It takes 219 hours to become a best friend. Now, you guessed about 40 hours. I, I guessed about 40 hours of nonstop talking and blah, blah, blah. 
Look at you, though. That uh, goes to show you that you can become best friends with somebody in just a shorter amount of time. They say that it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert at something, uh, but maybe not as many, obviously, to be uh, friend, befriend to somebody. To befriend somebody. Yeah. I think sometimes you just kind of hit it off. Yeah. And there are some people, I'm sure, that the exception to the rule, obviously, and that is you may become best friends in the first hour. Oh, yeah. You feel like you're best friends in the first hour. I mean, maybe... And then all the hours after that, you're just... Right. Because sometimes there's that the deal. Right. So uh, New York Times did the story about friendships on how many people you really need in your life. And here's sort of, uh, you know, a fun stat to go along with it, and that is that to 219 hours. The study was in 2018, found that it takes 219 hours to become best friends with study with somebody. The study looked at how long people had uh, to hang out over the course of several months to go from being acquaintances to casual friends and then from casual fan, friends to being true friends. And then from true friends, there's a difference, to best friends. Took an average of 94 hours for most people to become casual friends, 164 hours for the true friendship level, and then 219 hours before people considered the other person to be a good friend or a best friend. Now, obviously, bestie friend. Yeah, bestie. Obviously, everyone's different, though. Uh, for example, only around 5% of the people felt like they were you know, close friends after just five hours together. Some of the people never felt close, no matter how long they hung, hung, <laughs> hang out with somebody. And uh, so how many you know, good friends do you really have in your life? Kind of a question to ask yourself in general. Anywhere from three to six, according to this particular study and survey, three to six is good. Each one after that makes it less and less of an impact on your well-being. I think yeah. that's I, I think that's pretty much true. That's pretty fair for to say, me, right? But I think I I have one bestie. Yeah. That I've had like for thirty something years. Do you want to do a shout out, or does it going to make the rest shout of them feel bad? Shout out to McCon, my okay. Connie. Yeah. Her and her hubby Pablo. Sweet. So I kind of I got added another friend. You did. <laughs> when she got married. You kind of got a little bonus yep. to go along with it. Mm -hmm. And I think it does, you know, if somebody says, oh, man, I've got like 23 best friends. You know I, you know what I'm saying? It, it, I think in this particular survey, uh, somewhere between three and six is what they're saying. Now, the only trick is, is that you don't want to let uh, somebody know that they're your best friend when the other ones are listening. <laughs> um, that said, the most important number is one. People who have at least one good friend. Uh, tend to be much happier than people that absolutely have none. And that is kind of a, a little sad statistic. It uh, is, because everybody should have a friend. At least one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Time now for Dave and Dab's Dump It or Dig It. All right. We want to know what you think about it. Ronnie Dunn is up for vote this morning. Half of the Brooks and Dunn uh, team duo that will be actually coming through here on July 29th out there at Country Fan Fest at the Desert Peak Complex in Tooele County. And uh, to give you a chance to win a couple of playoff tickets in our VIP suite uh, tomorrow night as the uh, Grizzlies uh, are still making their way through the Western Conference Finals with the uh, Toledo Walleye. So you have a chance to win these tickets just by going ahead and voting or calling 801-570-5767. Now, Ronnie Dunn teamed up with Jake Worthington on this uh, latest solo release of Honky Tonk Town. 
It uh, debuted actually last Friday, May 20th, and he says, here's some of the lyrics. you got to find me a honky-tonk town, one that plays that honky-tonk sound. So many neon lights, it looks like it's burning down. Got to find me a place like that behind those swinging doors. I'll hang my hat, point it out on the map. I'll head right now to that honky-tonk town. Want to know what you think about it? Ronnie Dunn and Honky Tonk Town featuring Jake uh, Worthington on uh, Z104. Gotta find me a honky-tonk town One that plays that honky-tonk sound So many neon lights It looks like it's burned down Gotta find me a place like that Behind those swinging doors I hang my hat Point it out on the map I hit out right Give me a beer joint band, drink in my hand, that'll do me fine. And I'm a doing all rider, party all nighter, till closing time. Whoa, rockin' jukebox, Friday night girl, gag on the rocks, really hammer. Gotta find me a honky tonk town, one that Honky-tonk sound So many neon lights It looks like it's burning down Gotta find me a place like that Behind those swinging doors I hang my hat Oh, point it out now I hit out right now To that honky-tonk town There you go. What do you think? Ronnie Dunn, Honky Tonk Town on our Dump It or Dig It this morning featuring Jake Worthington. And it uh, looks like a lot of digs uh, rolling in here. Morning, the Z. What do you think? Dump it or dig it? Let's dump that one. Not so much, huh? No, it's a little too twangy for my taste. Okay. All right. What's your name? Marisa. Thanks, Marisa. Appreciate it. Have uh, a good love, one. You too. Love you. Bye. It just sounds like uh, it seems like you can't find that happy medium with some people. And sometimes it's too twangy, not not enough country. Who is this? Yeah, this is Lee. What do you think, Lee? 
I dig it, even though it's uh, sounding like a throwback, Brooks and Dunn, but I dig it, man. <laughs> All right, right on, man. Thanks a lot. Love okay. you, bye. Morning the Z, dump it or dig it? Definitely dig it, and we like honky-tonk town. There you go. Sounds like Bryce Pryor. It is. Have Springville. a good day, brother. Thanks, man. You too. Morning the Z, dump it or dig it? Hi, what's your name? Hey, this is Kason. And what do you think, man? I, I, I dig it. You're on it? All right. Thanks, brother. All right. See you. Bye. Morning the Z. Dump it or dig it? Yeehaw! <laughs> I'll take that as a dig, Bonnie. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Okay, bye. All right. Love you. Bye. We'll uh, read a couple of them here coming in here. Uh, it's uh, We got Stacy Haslam on a dig. Sarah Brown, definitely a dig. Sounds country. Uh, we got uh, Braden Cook, dig. Caleb Smith, dig. Kent, dig. Rayanne Moore, uh, we got a dump on Rayanne Moore. Steve Kenner, uh, he's on a dig. And uh, Kaylee, dig it. Uh, we got Chad Jenkins digging it. Uh, Randy Ellswood digging it. Travis Peterson digging it. Um, we've also got uh, Kelly Agard, dump. Amy White, loving it. Karen uh, Dickinson, uh, digging it. Colby Copeland, uh, digging it. We also got uh, Sean Branch digging it, Skyler Reed digging it, Keith digging it. Man, it looks like they're just all coming in here. Jason, my, it looks like Jason, my garbage man, is digging it as well. There you go. It's too easy. It's a dig, he said. Uh, Randy Richardson uh, digging it. I would probably uh, say we're looking at uh, easy a 90-10 on that for uh, Ronnie Dunn's new song called Honky Tonk Town featuring uh, Jake Worthington, and it looks like we're going to get to uh, McKenna Johnson. I just randomly uh, moved through the computer here uh, on this side of it with the texting. McKenna Johnson, you are our winner this morning for those two tickets to go see the Grizz in action in our ZIP suite tomorrow night at the uh, Maverick Center. Dump it or dig it will happen again tomorrow morning at around 8.20-ish. Miranda Lambert, if I was a cowboy, nipping on the whiskey and numbing all my feelings. An Amish buggy driver charged with a DUI after crashing into a cop car. It's Tim McGraw or best offer seventy five hundred. And it looks like you might be able to pick up an Amish buggy that just got uh, into a wreck after crashing into a cop car for maybe under 7500 bucks. But first, uh, Tim McGraw had a chance to be on Fallon um, just a little while ago. And, you know, with him and his uh, wife, Faith, being in the series 1883, he actually talked about a slap scene that was pretty realistic. There was a scene that we did where she had to slap me. That's not a real slap, it's TV No, slap. that was a real slap. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that your idea? Well, we talked about it before. We, you know, we, we don't want to do TV slap. We want to do a real slap. But after about the eighth take, when I was... Con- <laughs> When I was con- is like, I need one more. Yeah. I need one more. Let's do one more. I need one for I, me. I was concussed a bit. And, and, and I told her afterwards, I said, do we need to talk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, some pretty fun stuff. That would be, and they have done such a great job on that show with 1883. And uh, hopefully be able to see more from them here down the road. Maybe you can pick up this Amish buggy for uh, just under 7500 or best offer. Uh, here's a story that came out of the uh, area of Amish. 21-year-old man in Ohio named Nathan Miller was charged with DUI back uh, last Saturday. And uh, May, oh, oh, I guess this was a couple of weeks ago. It doesn't matter. May 14th. Uh, he was behind the horse of an Amish buggy, was seen going the wrong side of the road. Uh-oh. Yeah. And a local deputy caught up with him and uh, tried to get in front of the buggy to block it. But as, as it barreled past him, the officers saw that Nathan was drunk and had passed out in the buggy. It actually finally slowed down, and that's when the officers tried to uh, board the buggy. Uh, get, uh, it's contr- like horses slow down. Yeah, right? It was. It was like the old West days. They had to jump on board there, get control of the Whoa. horse. Uh, that didn't work. The horse lunged forward, and the buggy crashed into the deputy's cruiser. Oh, wow. Eventually, Nathan was arrested. Uh, fortunately, nobody was seriously hurt, although... Nathan was treated at the scene for some minor injuries. Mm. You don't ever, you think that the Amish would just be perfect and nothing like that would happen. They do have an interesting culture, though. That is for sure. Oh, yeah. And I had a chance to talk to them uh, every year when they come in town to sell horses for this Heber Valley horse sale. And uh, this, they come in from St. Louis. Uh, the ones that I uh, talk to on a regular basis when they come in. And, and I asked him a question. I said, look, uh, I said, I, your culture fascinates me on the way y'all are self-sustaining and, and stuff like that. And uh, I said, would they allow me in uh, with a mullet? And he goes, well, you know, maybe. And I and I go, so I would fit right in. And he goes, no, you wouldn't last. <laughs> no. He goes, you wouldn't last. And I says, no, what makes you think that? And he goes, look, he said, we don't have air conditioning. We don't have heating. Uh, we uh, heat our homes with a wood-burning stove, mm-hmm. and in the this time of the year, already, he said, we're already at high, high humidity, and uh, he goes, you would, uh, it's just really hot, and, uh, you know, it's because they don't have any of the... Uh, no electricity. Yeah, and so uh, I really do kind of admire uh, the way they do things. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier about this TikTok challenge uh, with the hanger, the mm-hmm. hanger challenge. Uh, here's some other five dumb things that TikTok challenges of all time uh, came in on the list. Uh, the dropout of med school to become a magician challenge. <laughs> <laughs> the look at your 401k without crying challenge. Oh, yeah. Hey, have you looked at yours lately? No. Now, I learned a lesson from the pops a long time ago. He says, see this thing? And it was, he was holding up a piece of you know, a letter yeah. that shows you what your money is doing. Yeah. He says, you take it to a drawer, you throw it in. You don't open it. Good. Never open it. Uh, so guess I what don't. I did. Especially, he goes, especially when things are bad. Yeah. Because you'll just want to pull it out. But he says, don't just let it ride. It will come back up. And you'll have bought all of this stock at way cheaper prices. Yeah. And so he says, what goes down always comes up. So uh, if yeah. you're not close to retirement, I think it's different when you're closer to retirement, but. If you're not close, and we have a few years yeah. left, Dave. Oh, yeah. 20 years. <laughs> we got to get 20 years in us. But uh, that's very smart because I am not following that. And, and I it just had makes a heart you attack. depressed. Yeah. This yeah. last year, it went down thousands. Oh, yeah. No, it just makes you depressed. Yeah. So I don't, I don't do it. Otherwise, I'd just be like. <gasps> and I thought last year it was at this, and now it's at this. What? 
Yeah, yeah. And you start blaming your guy that manages your account. Like, what are you doing? How can, you know, but really it's just the stinking market. There's, yeah, there's n- there's nothing you really can do. Yeah. So okay. it's just, you know, so let you it go. ride. Don't think about it. Another silly TikTok challenge. Yeah, don't look at your 401k without crying challenge. Uh, how about yeah. this one? The slide down a palm tree naked challenge. Ouch. Ouch. That might be a little painful. The use a joy buzzer on your grandma uh, with a pacemaker challenge. <laughs> <laughs> not a smart one and the top and fifth one here of the uh, dumbest tiktok challenges of all time uh, to tell your dad that top gun is just a dumb plane movie <gasps> challenge oh don't go there those, those could be fighting them words. are fighting words right there well i looked at the hanger challenge and that was weird but people were using plastic hangers too oh they were they were yeah. able to stretch it that far i guess so Holy enough to get it around crap. your head that would uh, that would definitely cut off the blood circulation, I would think, even more so than that uh, metal hanger. Well, it's like I I said, what it looks like is people just turning their head, but they say it's an involuntary turn of your head. So yeah, towards the only the, way to find out for sure is if we did it, Dave. I know. Was it towards the hook or away from the hook? I, I can't. I remember. think it's I, away from the hook. Away from the hook. If and, I remember right, yeah. You know, a day wouldn't be complete without a dad joke. Of course. What lesson did a guy learn when a restaurant server named Edith brought him a piece of cake, but then turned him down for a date? You can't have your cake and Edith. And Edith, too. Too. There you go. Wedding season song right there for you. Parmalee and Take My Name. Morning, everybody. Happy Monday to you. Thank you so much for tuning in, taking us along. I say us in the sense that uh, Deb just here in spirit, uh, she is feeling a little bit under the weather, so just Dave hanging out here with you. You're stuck with me, but uh, we uh, I appreciate you hanging out here with us anyway. Hey, look, if you got a comment on home birth stuff, I'm going to read this letter that came in to us here, and maybe you have a, a comment or a feeling one way or the other of home birth. Now, when I talk about this, I it, and when I saw this letter come in, it reminded me a little bit of Walker Hayes and his story where they had decided to have their seventh child uh, doing a home birth. Uh, there were a few complications um, at the home birth. They ended up uh, making it to the hospital, but still was not were, they were not able to uh, save their seventh child. Uh, and just heart-wrenching for uh, Walker and Laney and, of course, the whole family. And uh, and just uh, just quite the story. It's, you know, I got reading up about the details of it in one of his chapters in his uh, recent book um, with Craig called uh, Glad You're Here. But it got me thinking about this because of the, you know, some people think, no way, I want to be able to have someone there. And people have pretty strong feelings about this. A lot of people feel like the home birth thing is the best way to go and they've never had any problems. And, um, you know, here's the uh, letter. It reads, uh, Dear Dave and Deb, um, my friend and his wife are having a home birth. And he told me his wife wants to let their nine-year-old daughter and seven-year-old son be in the room to see their new brother or sister be born. The kids really want to be there. He's on the fence not knowing uh, if this is going to be uh, going to scar the kids, his wife is very, you know, granola, <laughs> so to speak, and thinks it's actually a beautiful experience. I'm not a fan of at-home births, but I'm really not a fan of kids being in the room. 
So much is happening and that could go wrong, even if all goes right. Why do the kids have to see and hear all that? Now, I only have the experience of, you know, our first child was uh, 10 pounds, 2 ounces. And uh, <laughs> bless my uh, wife. My gosh, she was a trooper. 10 pounds, 2 ounces. She went into labor. This was like a two-day process thing by the time all was said and done. And the uh, and I, I may have, uh, you know, given this experience on the air before. And so excuse me if it's redundant. But this is the one where I hyperventilated. And I, <laughs> I was sitting there supposed to be in this great husband and support and standing there. And I'm looking at this whole process happening. And I look over and the doctor has got, you know, of course, they had to use the forceps to just get the head out. Um, and thank goodness my wife is like 5'10", 5, 5'11", 5, uh, at the time. But, you know, she's shrinking. <laughs> and... She, uh, you know, uh, my gosh, it was just an unbelievable thing to see. And when they got the head out, then the doctor, he reached on underneath, you know, uh, right up above the shoulders uh, and grabbed a hold of the head. And he was pulling so hard, his arms were shaking. This is a grown man pulling on an infant uh, that, I, that and I thought he was going to pull his head off. And so I started to hyperventilate. And I don't know if you all have uh, hyperventilated before or not, but you're uh, like to the serious point where not just the tingles, my arms cramped up and I, I chuckle now at it. I can chuckle now at it, but it was really stupid, but my arms, they cramped up almost into a T-Rex style where all I had was my hands coming out of my chest and it was the weirdest gosh dang thing. And I go, I don't know what's going on. And I didn't. And so the, uh, they obviously knew what was going on. So they went and got a paper bag. They had me lay down on the floor, and they said, blow into this paper bag. Breathe as slow as you can into this paper bag. And, of course, everything was fine. But this whole, you know, here they are having to attend to me laying down on the floor at the same time that my wife wife is giving birth. However, the point to my whole story is that uh, it was not the prettiest of sights. And I would imagine if that kind of thing happened in front of a nine-year-old child or a seven-year-old child or any kind of a child. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Do you have any thoughts? Uh, we'll take some of your comments here off the phone line. Um, 801-570-5767. Give me a call. Uh, and we'll also take a look here at uh, some of the texts that are coming in as well. Uh, and let me know what you think about this home birth thing. Have you had any good experiences, bad experiences, indifferent? Should kids be in the room? This portion of the show brought to you by your liquor cabinet. Go on, your boss will never know if you hit the liquor cabinet at 10 a.m. Yeah, you talk about. Morgan Walden and Seven Summers on the Z. Some of the comments coming in off of this little letter that we had when uh, a lady wanted to do the home birth. She's a granola, I guess, if you want a stereotype there. And she wants her, the nine-year-old and seven-year-old, in the room with at-home birth uh, witnessing this thing. Dad, not so much. He wants to, you know, he's not only just concerned about what if happens, uh, what if something goes wrong, and, you know, you never know uh, how much time it's going to take to get to the hospital and do stuff like that. Uh, only a midwife and stuff uh, can only take care of so much there in home. I mean, I'm not saying that they're not qualified. They're great uh, to the best of their ability. 
But do you put the kids through that? Now, the kids are saying, oh, yeah, we want to see it. Yeah, we want to see it. Until you're down there seeing mom's area. And I'm kind of like, I would rather chew off my right arm uh, (laughs) to probably see my mom's area uh, down there. Uh, Jason made a comment here off our text. He says, geez, that's a giant baby. He's talking about uh, my son who was 10 pounds, two ounces. Who, yeah, we were afraid of hearing, uh, you know, like you don't want to hear oops when he's pulling on the head. And and he ended up, uh, just to kind of finish the story, just in a few seconds, uh, obviously the birth uh, was fine. I mean, things were uh, pretty crazy for a minute. But he ended up breaking his collarbone, and that's my son that ended up being left-handed. I don't know if that's just because uh, they clipped his right arm to his, uh, they, they pinned his right arm to his body, and maybe that starts you starting to use your left hand more, or maybe he would have been left-handed all along. Morning, the Z. What's your comment? Hello? Hi, what's your name? Hi, my name's Lee. Hi, Lee, what's your comment? Um, Yeah, I think it's kind of different. I was there for the birth of my son, and most of my family was in the room, and it was kind of different. It would kind of be different for kids to see it so i'm like with the dad's um side kind of concerned so right yeah i get you there thanks a lot buddy all right see you later all right you too uh here's another one coming in here um kathy says my daughter has two children one at the hospital and one with uh home had two children one at the hospital one at the home birth she said that she would never do uh it any other way but home birth again. Also, her four-year-old son watched it and was not traumatized uh, at all. It was an amazing experience for everybody. I guess you're going to get it from both sides. I uh, I just uh, don't know if I, at that young age, but that's just me. I could be just one of the, the weird uh, people that would be like, ah. I mean, I just don't know if I would ever get that image out of my head and you know if you're a young girl you're like is this what i have to go through when i'm older you got a comment we'll uh, add a few more in here coming uh, give us a call 801-570-5767 us i mean uh, myself give myself a call <laughs> it's kind of a lot of lingo you have to get used to uh deb a little under the weather thanks for hanging out here with us and happy monday TR on the Z. It's 928 morning. Happy Monday, y'all. So it looks like we still have a few more comments coming in here about this home birth thing. And uh, it was, and then we'll kind of let it go uh, because I know that it's sort of uh, just, it, it, it goes either way. Jason Wee says, wow, Dave, you sure know how to paint a pick. Uh, we're talking about, by the way, let me just uh, fill you in a little bit. We're talking about uh, how this lady wants her nine-year-old and seven-year-old kids in on a home birth so they can actually witness it. She wants it. Dad doesn't want it so much. He's a little afraid still of something going wrong. Uh, but he said, even if I go along with the home birth thing, the kids thing kind of bothers me. And so we're getting some comments about that. He said, um, Jason says, wow, Dave, you know how to paint, paint a pick, LOL. Uh, we just know where babies come from and, uh, and you know, don't want to ruin our favorite fishing hole. 
Uh, and I guess my description of uh, what was going on there with the birth of our oldest son, Tony, uh, may have ruined that description for you. Sorry, buddy. Kimberly Breitenberg. Maybe show the kids a live delivery video and see how they react, then make a decision. Uh, another one here, got four kids. Uh, this is a no-name. Had two at the hospital, two at home. I would do a home birth again in a heartbeat. It's very common to have a younger sibling present. Teaching kids how life works is important. We had our 11-year-old and our 4-year-old present. No trauma. When sister was born last year, it's called educating your children. Aubrey Boren, I watched two. my two little brothers were born, and it was amazing. Still have a great recollection. It was over 20 years ago. John Cornwell, kids don't have to see the baby come out. They can be up by mom. My daughter watched her brother born and never saw mom's goods. <laughs> Why do we want to hide something that is a part of life? Uh, do we hide watching a dog or a horse give birth, rather at home or hospital? It's still part of life. Amy White, my husband didn't uh, even want to watch our five kids come out of me. So I don't think the kids should be able to watch, obviously, uh, the birth of it uh, was fine. Uh, Nathan, uh, Nathaniel Thompson um, uh, said, he says, I personally don't think it was a good idea when my cousin was born premature. I was 12 at the time, and uh, due to the hospital rules, I wasn't allowed around him because of my age. Uh, age limit was 13, so it's not a good idea. She's crazy. So all kinds of different um, Samantha chiming in here. She says, uh, um, Dave, we feel, oh, uh, well, let's see here. Uh, Dave, no, that's, uh, never mind. <laughs> I already lost it, uh, in the, uh, in the feed. Anyway, thanks for your comments coming in here on the, uh, the, the deal about the home birth. Um, I myself just, I told you my story, but that's uh, to each their own. And I, they think that, we are hearing it. I'll bet we're getting a 50-50 response on this, the way it's rolling out here. we got Battle of the Sexes coming up here in just after Dan and Shay. You say love. It's Dan and Shay speechless on the Z. Dave hanging out here with you this morning. Deb a little under the weather. And it's time for Battle of the, Battle of the Sexes. <laughs> now, the game that pits man against woman. It's Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. 570-5767. 570-5767. All right, we got a couple of tickets to our ZIP suite tomorrow night in the Maverick Center to go and see the... Grizzlies in Western Conference Finals hockey action. And you have a chance to be sitting in the old suite on us, uh, enjoying all you can drink ice water. We know how to treat you right. And it is tomorrow night, uh, 710 puck off. I think they call it drop the puck, but, uh, just puck off or whatever. And, uh, it will also be, uh, we'll also have a game on Friday night as well. We'll be giving away some tickets for that. Uh, as well. Congrats uh, to the Grizz going this far and uh, go Grizz go. Hopefully they win the Toledo Walleye uh, tomorrow night. But you have a chance to play in our Battle of the Sexes. What's, What's your name? name? Michael. Hello Michael. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good man. Um, <laughs> Hold on a second. We'll get you a girl here. We'll see if we can't. Are you a female? Yes. 
All right, what's your name? Megan. Okay, Megan. Now I'm going to read in both questions here, so it's sort of like I'm going to be, I'm going to be switching sexes back and forth. <laughs> Megan, uh, Michael, either one of you won in 30 days? No. No. All right, we're good to roll. Michael, we're going to let the ladies go first. Megan, here's your question. What's the name of Elon Musk's space company? Aerospace Logic X, Logic X, SpaceX, or Planet X? Uh, second one? Yeah, SpaceX. Michael, here's your question. What's the name of Johnny Depp's trial lawyer in his case against Amber Heard? Is it Camille, um, Camille Vasquez, Elaine Bredhor, uh, excuse me, uh, Bredenhoff, or uh, Ben Rottenborn? Uh, the first one. Yeah, Camille. Have you been watching that thing? Uh, no, not really. Just yeah. seeing a little shorts on it. Yeah, so you're catching at least who uh, the lawyer was, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right, Megan, here's your question. We're one and one. Uh, this man has been head coach of University of Alabama's football team since 2007. Who is it? Jimbo Fisher, Kirby Smart, or Nick Saban? The third one? Yeah, Nick Saban, pretty easy. Walker Hayes and his AA song sings about it all the time. Michael, here's your question. Which celeb just welcomed a baby boy with rapper uh, ASAP Rocky? Is it Beyonce, Doja Cat, or Rihanna? Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna. Man, this is a tight race here. All right, Megan, here's your question. What color is your car's transmission fluid? Red, green, or blue? Red. Good for you. Three for three. Michael, got to get this one to hang in there even for a tie. What would you do when the leaves of your plant are curling inward? Would you water more, water less, or repot the plant? Um, water more. Yes. I'll be dang that all three of you, uh, or both of you got all three answers right. So we have a tie. Now I'm going to have to just write down a number between 1 and 10. Uh, Michael, you called first. I've got it written down here, and uh, you can guess first. Six. Megan? Four. It was four. Right on the money four. I've got it written down right here. So, Megan, you're the winner. Michael, thanks so much for playing along, all right? Hey, thank you. Thanks so much. Megan, you're heading off to the hockey game tomorrow night in our ZIP suite at the Maverick Center as the Grizzlies move along in their journey in the Western Conference Finals. How about that? Awesome. Thank you. Congrats. Thanks for playing along. Gabby Barrett, pick me up on my way to Country Fan Fest. You should be heading off with us. Uh, it should be a lot of fun out there July 27th through the 30th at uh, Deseret Peak Complex in Tooele County. And we have a chance for you to win a couple of wristbands to all four days of Country Fan Fest. Coming up here at 1140 this morning, again at 340 this afternoon, and we also do it at 740 in the morning. Chance for you to win three times a day all week long, Country Fan Fest. OD, Old Dominion and One Band, One Man Band. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of the way that we're hanging here uh, today. Deb, a little under the weather. Just One Man Band. Dave, hanging with you here just for a little while longer uh, until about 11 o'clock. Uh, CJ will take over at that point. Uh, just a couple of people under the weather here at the radio station. So we're just uh, trying what we can do here to pick up the pieces 
and move ahead. Hey, just a few little random facts for you for uh, today. I, I don't know if y'all have watched the antlers grow this time of the year. If you've seen any bucks out and about or, or elk uh, and some bulls, uh, elk antlers can grow up to half an inch per day during peak periods, which is about right now. So you'll start to, now wouldn't that be great if, now ladies, I'm sure you're probably thinking, I wish my nails would grow that fast or my hair would grow that fast. Guys, you're probably wishing that, (laughs) well, we'll leave that one alone. Uh, None of the original eight Harry Potter movies ever won an Oscar, but the first spinoff, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, won for Best Costume Design. Just some weird random facts uh, to go along with... uh, your Monday, Jeff Goldblum, his only Oscar, uh, rest his soul here. Um, no, he's not dead. Not Jeff Goldblum. I'm thinking of the other dude uh, that was with uh, Full House. Um, Oscar nomination came in 1996, and not for acting. A movie he was directed uh, that he directed called Little Surprises was nominated for best live action short. Again, just stupid stuff. There are uh, have been 11 different countries with their own version of The Office. And we show, uh, you know, they all are sort of set at a paper company in all of them, except for Germany, where it's an insurance company, and Poland, where it's a bottled, bottled water company. 11 different versions of The Office. And finally here, the shortest number one hit ever is the song Stay by uh, Maurice Williams and the Zodiacs. Now, what I mean by that is it's the shortest, like this one is a minute and 33 seconds. To be exact, one minute and 38 seconds long, uh, and that was in 1960. This one, however, more recent, Old Town Road, Lil Nas X, is the fifth shortest at one minute and 53 seconds. And thank goodness. (laughs) I mean, it it was a good novelty song for a while, right? Uh, At least in my opinion, but... It got old pretty quick. Happy Monday. It's 10 a.m.